Hi everyone, Samir and Samit here and welcome back to our F1 podcast. Today we'll be talking about the 2023 Las Vegas Grand Prix. And this was definitely a really exciting race. Yeah, so this was the first time that Formula 1 raced in Las Vegas since the, like, I think it was like the 1980s or something. Yeah. So it definitely has been a while since F1 raced in Las Vegas and this would be the third and final race of Formula 1 in the United States in 2023. And it has some mixed opinions going into yeah. it because obviously a lot of people weren't a big fan of like how long the construction was taking and the yeah. delays it was causing around Las Vegas. Also, just the layout of the track was causing a lot of fans to just um like not look forward to the race because like there were some long straights within like really tight sections of the track. So people were just thinking that it wasn't going to be an entertaining race. Yeah. And so definitely it was really mixed reviews going into FP1 and FP1 would be really crucial as would all the other sessions in a new track because the drivers needed to learn what the track felt like, the optimal lines, um, how everything felt kind of through the different corners. And because it was obviously there was a lot of tight, twisty sections in the first sector. But then you obviously have that incredibly long back straight um, that went down the Las Vegas Strip. So that would definitely be um pretty interesting. I think we would see cars similarly set up to that of Azerbaijan because of the similar track qualities. But FP1, as we went into it, we were only like five minutes into it when all of a sudden there was a spectacular accident down the Las Vegas yeah. Strip where Carlos Sainz's Ferrari, basically the floor of it just got completely torn away by a loose drain cover. And so that completely wrecked his floor and his engine. And that kind of ruined everything because once a drain cover comes off a um on one part of the track, it's FIA protocol that you have to go back and check all the other drain covers. So that yeah. took so much time away from FP1. Yeah, so for that reason, they had to extend FP2. And um, another thing that the fans weren't too happy about is that they were forced to leave after um during fp2 because of how late at night it was yeah there were some labor laws and stuff and so they couldn't actually staff the um the uh grandstands um during the time that fp1 was set to or fp2 was set to take place after the delay so that was um really unfortunate timing for the las vegas um gp fans and it was also highlighted some major flaws about the timing of the las vegas grand prix because of how late at night it was and early into the morning it went. So that was kind of really disappointing for all the fans. And so there was no FP1 action at all. And FP2 would then be extended and it would go way early into the morning. And this would be really crucial for all the drivers to figure out all the um, different track conditions. Yeah, so going on into FP2 then. Yeah, um, A lot of drivers now looking to learn the track and trying to get a feel for it. And one of the favorites to win this race, obviously, was Max Verstappen. And Red Bull came into this weekend with the goal of trying to secure um, first and second in the Drivers' Championship with Sergio Perez. And in FP2, it looked like Leclerc and Ferrari were the quickest because Leclerc was first and Sainz was second. Yeah, Ferrari were absolutely flying on this track after they like been recently developing their car. And it looked like yeah. maybe the track might suit them. But obviously, we've seen this before where Red Bull maybe kind of sandbagged the first few sessions before really turning up the heat. So it was definitely all to play for still. And through this Las Vegas weekend, we saw a number of cool special liveries on all the different cars. We saw Alfa Tauri, Ferrari, Alfa Romeo, 
Red Bull and um Williams and Williams all supporting different liveries. So that was really cool to see in Las Vegas. And then obviously the crash helmets were almost all of them were all, all different, similar to like Singapore of like glitzy and glamoury with like all the lights and stuff. Yeah, we saw a number of lockups going into one turn. Um, we saw from Kevin Magnuson and Max Verstappen two locking up at um turn nine where the runoff is or turn seven around that area and yeah it was catching a lot of people off guard because of um how fast you're going into that corner and then the sudden like you have to break quickly and then turn in left-handed quickly Mm -hmm. so that would definitely be a tricky corner the turn six and seven complex and that definitely caught a lot of drivers out and it was also another turn that was kind of catching drivers out would be turn 14 after that long straight along the Las Vegas Strip. Yeah. It's a heavy braking zone. And so drivers had to be really careful because even if they break, broke just a little bit too late, they would go straight on and lock up both their tires. And that's a really narrow chicane at the end of turn 15, 16 complex. So you yeah. have to get the entry right into turn 14. Yeah, we saw um Leclerc and Verstappen getting racy with each other into at that turn 14 corner um Verstappen just going down the inside of Leclerc and Leclerc not too happy about that and we also saw Russell um having some oversteer as well as Alonso locking up into some corners Mm -hmm. so and again we saw lots of traffic here as drivers didn't quite yet know where to place their cars um as to avoid getting in other cars way and so there was a lot of traffic almost everywhere down the um circuit And so that would be kind of annoying for drivers who are trying to find laps um, to get used to the circuit because every lap is crucial yeah. at a new circuit. And so traffic definitely does not help. Yeah, we saw um, Ricardo getting held up by Hamilton and Hamilton then getting held up by one of the Ferraris. So just um, un- like you said, for qualifying, it would be very important to get that sorted out. Mm-hmm. But at the end of FP1, it was Charles Leclerc then, or at the end of FP2 then, it was Charles Leclerc who was first, and then Carlos Sainz was second, then came Fernando Alonso third in the Aston Martin, followed yeah. by Sergio Perez, then Valtteri Bottas had a great fifth in the Alfa Romeo, followed by Max Verstappen, then Nico Hulkenberg, Lance Stroll, Lewis Hamilton, and Alex Albon rounding out the top 10. Yeah, so going on into FP3 then, a very weird FP3 session. Immediately, we saw Alex Albon locking up and hitting the corner, damaging his front wing and his rear tires. So that wasn't good for Williams on one side of the garage. Yeah, it was turn five. Turn five, yeah. So Albon had to park it and retire from the session due to that issue. Mm -hmm. And again, it was just showing that this track still, it was still a street circuit and it would bite even if you made a small mistake. So the drivers had to be super careful about that. Turn 5 um, seemed to be really slippery for everyone, as well as turn 6 and 7. So it was yeah. all about nailing the slow corner so that you could maximize the exit onto the Las Vegas Strip. And yeah. so um, Logan Sargent also was struggling in the Williams down, I think it was at... Um, at turn 9. Tu- turn was. 9, probably. Turn 9 or turn 12. Um, turn 9. Honestly, probably everywhere too. Yeah. Um, a lot of drivers were struggling with it. And turn 12 seemed to be the most crucial corner because if you got that corner wrong, then you were basically slow down the whole strip. And so that was the corner that drivers were trying to focus the most on. And so FP2 or FP3 was the final time the drivers could keep learning the track. 
and yeah. we saw um cars lots of cars get racy into the final corner we saw kevin magnuson for instance trying to get um past charles leclerc but leclerc stayed ahead yeah and then we saw leclerc um get compromised by another has it was through turn um seven turn seven and eight and so that was pretty um pretty bizarre but there was lots of um wheel-to-wheel action going on yeah. but there were still drivers continuously um locking up and spinning around at um turn 12 we saw Valtteri Bottas go straight on we saw Daniel Ricciardo go straight on at turn 7 and as well as Max Verstappen on turn 12 so it was highly unusual that all the drivers were making these many mistakes um in FP3 but yeah. again it was a new circuit so there was still lots of room for improvement yeah, so coming to the end of FP3 now, um, it was George Russell who topped the session. And then here came some surprises. Oscar Piastri was in second. And then Logan Sargent, out of nowhere, popped up in P3 there in his home Grand Prix, his third one of the year, of course. Then um, Max Verstappen in fourth and Perez. So Sargent ahead of both Red Bulls. That And Albon was up there too in P6, despite the late retirement. So then came Alonso, Hamilton, Bottas, and Magnussen. So very mixed up top three going into qualifying so going into qualifying now the first qualifying of the new las vegas grand prix yeah. and immediately towards the end as we went down to the final times piastri seemed to be struggling as well as joe guanyu and both alpha tires after looking so fast yeah. in brazil they were all of a sudden really far down in yeah. um 19th and 20th with ricardo ahead of sonoda and so the clock was ticking down and drivers had to find a lap. Hamilton went up to six, so he was safely two through. And then next up came Nico Hulkenberg, who put himself into fourth. So that was a good effort from him. George Russell went up to third. And so we saw the track really start to improve. And then Daniel Ricciardo, he only went up into 14th. So that was not at all what Daniel Ricciardo needed. And he would yeah. be at the mercy of the others as he, um, he, others waited to finish that lap. We then saw Lance Stroll. He went up into P11. And so yeah. all a lot of sudden, all the drivers were starting to find um, times. But then we saw there was a huge amount of traffic at the end of the strip. And so it was just a total mess for drivers who wanted to get their laps done. Yeah, um, we saw Ocon get compromised as well into turn one with Verstappen trying to dive up the inside. So Ocon was furious about that because um, I think it compromised him. Yeah, it did. The five that we lost from Q1 were Yuki Sonoda, Oscar Piastri, Joe Guan Yu, Esteban Ocon, and Lando Norris. So both McLarens out in Q1, which is like a complete shocker. Mm -hmm. And Sonoda was obviously very frustrated about it. If you saw the onboard of him in the garage, he like threw his headrest out. He was not happy about it at all. And like kind of as he should be. Yeah, exactly. So going into FP2 now towards the final runs. Um, the Aston Martin of Lance Stroll, he had to improve as he was only 14th. Stroll did, but he was only good enough for 10th, and other drivers were improving behind. George Russell, he went up into third, and then Logan Sargent with the lap of his life yeah. to go into sixth place and book himself into Q3. So that was a really fine lap for the American who was fighting for a future in Formula yeah. 1. Yeah, a, a really important weekend for Sargent. He needs to deliver here, and so far he is delivering. Albon then went up into fifth as the track started to improve, so we saw yeah. continual improvement. Alonso went up to fifth then, so it was really um big improvements from all the drivers, and Gasly went up into fourth fastest, and so 
a um, big shock because of that. Lewis Hamilton and Sergio Perez yeah. went out in Q uh, in Q two, and that was really disappointing for Hamilton, but even more for Sergio yeah. Perez, who had continuously been struggling this season. Disappointment for Perez. Then we lost Hulkenberg and Stroll, and then Ricardo was fifteenth. So massively yeah. disappointment for Hamilton, but an even bigger shock for Sergio Perez in the RB nineteen. Yeah. So now going on into Q three in the final chance to get any late poles, and um, so we saw now completing the first set of runs, Alonso would be the first to cross the line out of the big guns, as we saw Magnussen go and cross the line, and then Gasly overtook Magnussen to go up to provisionally P1, then came Alonso to go up into P1, but then came the Ferraris, Sainz first to cross the line, went to second, then was pipped by his teammate Charles Leclerc, who went up into P1 by just two one-hundredths of a second, then came Max Verstappen, who looked like he was going to be the favorite, but only went up into P3. So Verstappen, eight one-hundredths back on Charles Leclerc. Mm-hmm. So that was a really big shock, actually, for Max yeah. Verstappen, because the Red Bull seemed to have the pace down the Las yeah. Vegas Strip, but the Ferrari seemed to have much better pace through the first and second sectors. Yeah. And we saw that evident on his final runs, as Leclerc had um, went two-tenths up on his previous best through the first couple of yeah. sectors. And so Leclerc was absolutely flying in the Ferrari. Across the line, Leclerc improved his time by two tenths, and we waited for the other challenges. Carlos Sainz, he went into um, P2, and Max Verstappen wasn't improving on his lap, so he aborted his lap, and that meant that Ferrari would get um, a front-row lockout. Yeah, then we saw... um then we saw George Russell who came to complete his lap. And, and then just before he crossed the line, we saw Magnussen go up to fourth. Then we saw Sargent go up to fourth. So Logan Sargent delivering in Q3 when it mattered, going up to P4. Bottas then went up to fifth. Then as Russell came across the line, he went up to fourth. Then Albon went up to fifth. Sargent was now sixth. Then came Gasly up to fifth, shoving everyone back um, a place. Then came um to then that was it to cross the line and that was a very impressive um performance there from Williams sixth and seventh especially for Logan Sargent really when he needed it he delivered and it would be promoted to P five and P six actually yeah. for Williams because Carlos Sainz would get an unfortunate engine penalty yeah. for something that really wasn't even his own fault yeah. because of that crash his engine was destroyed and they, they had, had to get one. a new one yeah. and so it was really controversial because um it wasn't technically their fault it was technically the um race organization's fault yeah. for him having to take a new engine but either way the rules and regulations state that he needed to take another engine and so he had to have a penalty because he exceeded his allocation for the year yeah. and so it was really disappointment for signs signs who would um be on the front row but that would instead put verstappen on the front yeah. row. yeah so now they're going on into the main Grand Prix and a very looking like it was looks like it was going to be a very exciting race with a mixed up grid kind of with the two Williams up there. Could they score big points in their fight with Alpha Tauri for seventh in the Constructors Championship? We were about to find out could Leclerc finally take his first win of the season or would Verstappen fly away with it? And also more importantly, could Perez clinch the all important P2 in the Drivers' Championship? So as the lights went out, it was a really good start front there from Max Verstappen. And he went wheel-to-wheel with Leclerc, and he sent it into turn one. 
forcing Leclerc a little bit wide, and Leclerc had a to go... A little bit wide? He forced him yeah. off the track. Both of them went very wide. Verstappen himself had to go off the track. Leclerc went off the track. It looked like um Russell would get a switchback, kind of, but then just like on that slippery surface, then all mayhem broke out. As we saw Alonso spin around, um, Bottas get compromised by Perez, um... One of the Alpha Tarries or Hasses getting mixed up in the there too. Sergeant trying to get past too. And Albon was up there ahead of Pierre Gasly or behind Gasly. And so as they head, headed now down through um turn four, the order was Verstappen from Leclerc, um, Russell, then Gasly, uh, Albon, one of the Hasses of Magnussen, I think it was. Or was that Hulkenberg? It was one of the hasses out there. Either way, it was very impressive. It doesn't matter who that was, though. And then um came, then Sargent was behind them. And then we saw Leclerc trying to attack into turn five when Verstappen had to go on the defense. Yeah, and so looking back at the start, we see that Sergio Perez tagged one of the Alfa Romeos round that sent him into Fernando Alonso. And then yeah. we saw Carlos Sainz was the one that um, spun into Lewis Hamilton. So Hamilton again coming a cropper on lap one. Yeah. So it was highly disappointing for all those drivers. But now going on into lap three, then we saw all the drivers um racing to through um turn um I think it was turn six and into turn seven. Yeah. And we saw a massive crash from McLaren's Lando Norris. Yeah. Um, we saw there was a bump there on that section, and that bump unsettled the McLaren and yeah. sent it round into the barrier. And it was a big, big accident for Lando Norris, but thankfully he was okay, showing yeah. the safety of the Formula 1 cars these days. But still, it was really disappointing for Lando Norris, who then was out and couldn't ended a pointless Las Vegas Grand Prix. Yeah, when you think about it from that way, like you work so hard up until that whole weekend just to have something like that and throw everything away it's like you might as well not show up but at least that's what it might feel like at the time and also but, yeah and also he scored no points so that's yeah what yeah and then also then we saw moving on to lap eight Gasly was now being put under serious pressure from albon and Gasly had to watch out because sergeant was actually keeping up with his teammate and we saw magnuson also being put under pressure from archon and piastri made a nice move on hulkenberg into turn five and then moving on into lap 14, now we saw Ocon was right up on the gearbox of Sargent. And into um into turn 7, um that was a very opportunistic move from Ocon, who caught Sargent napping and just went down the inside on Sargent. And now um Piastri was closing up to him as well. Yep, going on to lap 14 on the same lap, Piastri made a move down the inside of Sargent into turn 12, so, or into turn 14. So it was a really good move from Oscar Piastri and that put Lewis Hamilton right up alongside Logan yeah. Sargent and into the final corner Hamilton got past Logan Sargent who was starting to fall away in the race. Yeah I think the tires were now getting too faded and then so we saw him quickly come into the pits and moving on to lap 16 Red Bull would call Verstappen in and Leclerc was actually closing up really quickly and Leclerc actually overtook Verstappen going into turn 14 so it was a pretty bold statement there from Leclerc and he looked like he actually had a lot of pace. Yeah, this was a point and when I maybe thought that um Leclerc might actually have a chance at winning this race. Yeah. Um I didn't know if that was just Ferrari delusion or maybe Leclerc actually yeah. would have a chance. But either way, like you said, it was a pretty bold statement from yeah. Charles Leclerc like that. And then now going on we saw a replay on lap um on we saw a replay of Hamilton trying to get past Oscar Piastri into turn 14 and Hamilton and Piastri touched 
and there was contact between the McLaren and the Mercedes, and that sent Piastri um wing damage, and so he was sparking all the way down into the pit lane, and so that was really disappointing for um Oscar Piastri and Lewis Hamilton there. Yeah, now going on into turn 12, we saw um, Verstappen and Russell get very close to each other on lap 25, and then they made contact, and a lot of debris was scattered throughout the track. It was Verstappen's front um, right and Russell's front left making contact, and that forced Russell wide, and that allowed Sainz to close up immediately. So it was very a very bizarre um, thing. I don't think Russell saw Verstappen because he kind of just turned in. Yeah, exactly. So I don't know. It was kind of unfortunate for Russell. Maybe Verstappen was in the blind spot, but yeah. we've seen these two come together previously in the season, like yeah. in Azerbaijan. So it was pretty disappointing for yeah. um Verstappen and Russell as they both had damage to their um um front yeah. wings and side pods, and because of that, the safety car came out. So we saw a whole bunch of people pit. We saw both Red Bulls. We saw both Ferraris. Um, both Aston Martins and George Russell yeah. come into the pit lane. And on lap 28, then um, we saw George Russell get a five-second penalty. So it was deemed that Russell turned into um, um, Verstappen. And Leclerc led them down the straight to start lap 29. Yeah, and then so we saw Perez immediately dart to the inside to cover off Gasly. And but um, Leclerc was flying out in front. Alonso then immediately went up the inside of Sargent. So Sergeant, once again, we've seen like we've seen this season struggling on safety car restarts, and then um going through now into turn four and down that straight, we saw the Haas of Hulkenberg make a good move on around the outside of Ricardo, and Ricardo now being put under pressure from Lewis Hamilton, and then we saw um Piastri send it to the inside of Gasly and up into P three. So Piastri at turn five was a nice opportunistic move from him. Yeah, Piastri was um putting in a good race at the moment, yeah. and then going on to lap thirty-two, then we saw Perez finally close up to Charles Leclerc and into yeah. turn fourteen. Leclerc um had to give way to Sergio Perez, yeah. who put his Red Bull into the lead of the race, yeah. and so it was a pretty good battle between um Charles Leclerc and Sergio Perez. Now, so uh, it would be interesting to see yeah. how um Red Bull would play their hand with Sergio Perez and Max Verstappen um battling Charles Leclerc. And going on to lap 34, then we saw the two Alpines come together. Ocon sent it to the inside at turn one, but he went a little bit wide. And so that allowed Gasly to get him back into turn three. And so it was a really good battle between the Alpines. And yeah. that carried on all the way down into turn four, where then Ocon finally made his way past Pierre Gasly. Yeah, um, Alpine certainly gambling with not playing any team orders here in Las Vegas. Not one. I thought it was pretty funny. But going on into lap 35, then we saw um, Charles Leclerc now tried to get back at Sergio Perez, and Leclerc took the lead going into turn 14. So that caught Perez kind of napping. And so Leclerc now was back in the lead, and Verstappen was now putting pressure on Sergio Perez. The top three were within a second of each other, and we saw Verstappen now fly by Sergio Perez, like we've seen all season now. Once again, Perez now behind his teammate. Mm-hmm. And then going on to lap 37, it was business yeah. as usual, as we saw Max Verstappen with DRS and yeah. ERS, as we saw the graphic from AWS. Verstappen went down the inside into turn one, but Leclerc doing some Ricardo-like stuff on the brakes, just absolutely breaking supremely late yeah. around the outside, fighting it as best as he could, but ultimately he had to give way to Max Verstappen, who became the new race leader out of turn yeah. 16. 
going on to lap 39 we had so many cars from p um p6 i think it was or p um seven all the way up down into i don't even know what was it p10 p11 we had like five cars there six cars P12 with Hamilton arriving there, all separated within the second and a half, and it was very good racing from them. As we saw, um, Albon now still ahead of um, Carlos Sainz, but Albon went wide at turn five, and that allowed Sainz and Alonso to um, make an opportunistic move, and now we saw um, Hamilton trying to get through. Albon fell out of the points now at that one. Yeah, shame for Albon, who obviously yeah. been doing really well for Williams, just that one small mistake unfortunate yeah. for um for alex albon there now going on to lap 43 we saw perez had caught up all the way to charles leclerc but into turn 12 leclerc yeah. made a mistake and he went wide and that allowed perez to get through yeah. and charles leclerc now would have a mammoth task of hunting down perez if he had any if he wanted any chance of salvaging the p2 that he lost through his own mistake yeah, so going on to lap 45 now, we saw Hamilton and Gasly going wheel to wheel through that final corner, just through, um, just now down the pitch straight and, and that very, very fast left-handed turn. Hamilton went up the inside and up into P9. Now so, going on into lap 50, the final lap of the race, we saw Verstappen flying out two seconds ahead of Perez and Leclerc and going on into lap 14, or going on to turn um, 14, down the inside, Leclerc went out of nowhere after catching um, Sergio Perez, and he did some Ricardo-like stuff again on the brakes, sending it down the inside, and so that was a phenomenal move from Leclerc. Yeah, he caught Perez napping, definitely. I don't think Perez expected that at all. But once again, we saw Max Verstappen win again this season in F1, and he took his, I think, 18th win of the season, and after a dominant drive, a dominant display of overtaking in Vegas, and then behind them, it was a race to the line. Leclerc just held off Sergio Perez. But luckily, that would still be enough for Perez to claim P2 in the Drivers' Championship. So for the first time ever, Red Bull had 1 and 2 in the championship. So it was a pretty good Las Vegas Grand Prix. I don't yeah. think anyone expected this much action. So it was yeah. certainly nice that Las Vegas delivered this time around. And so um, yeah. it was a really interesting race. And I'm looking forward to it next year. Yeah, so the final order was Verstappen in P1, then Leclerc, then Perez, then Ocon in a very good P4 for Alpine, and Lance Stroll up there in P5 for Aston Martin, finally showing some good results with the car. And then we saw Sainz in P6, Hamilton and Russell in 7th and 8th, double points for Mercedes. Then came Alonso in 9th, and then Oscar Piastri picking up 2 points for McLaren because he had the fastest laugh of the race. So overall, a really enjoyable yeah. race. Yes, um, in my opinion, I think that was very exciting. Definitely, I didn't really expect it to be anything like this, um, the amount of drama it had. So I'm also looking forward to it next year. Especially that move by Leclerc on Paris. It was reported, yeah. too, that Leclerc pulled seven Gs into that corner. So yeah. absolutely phenomenal. And it just showed the great overtaking, yeah. obviously, the strip produced, too. So that was really yeah. entertaining. Yep, so that's it for this episode of the Las Vegas Grand Prix. And be sh thank you for listening to this episode, and be sure to join us next time as we take a look at the season finale, the Abu Dhabi Grand Prix. Thank you.